Hi, this is Ted Kelly with another Ted's Hospitality Minute. Hey, today we've got a super great guest on. His name is Dr. Jeffrey O. He's with the International Hospitality Institute, and he's going to come on and talk a little bit about his organization, some of the things that are going on there, and all of the, the great things that are coming up in the future. Dr. Jeffrey Oak, how are you, sir? I am doing terrific, uh, Ted. It's an honor to be on your show. You do really excellent work. I've followed your podcast uh, with quite some interest in uh, the past couple of months, and I'm honored to be invited to be a part of it. So thanks for having me, and I appreciate the uh, lovely introduction. Well, hey, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time. We're always trying to expand our network of guests, and we're always interested in hearing about their different backgrounds, how they got into hospitality, and all of the the great things that you know they're doing and how they're obviously faring through this mm -hmm. pandemic. So yes. why don't why don't we start by letting you tell us a little bit about you, how you got in the hospitality world? I started working on, in hospitality years and years ago. Don't want to date myself, but it's been uh, it's been it's been a little bit. I started out working at the front desk and I worked as a front desk agent and then uh, moved to other departments. Interestingly, my first job was at a Marriott uh, property. I had a really great experience starting off my hospitality uh, work with a Marriott property. So enjoy working at the property, eventually moved up and became you know, a department head and then left that particular property and went to another property, eventually became a GM and then okay. you know, moved up to VP of operations, moved up to COO and then CEO and ran uh, a hotel management company that's based in the, in the Northeast. So did quite a few things along the way. and uh, but. It's, it's been an interesting journey and I'm very happy that I've been on that journey. Wow, that is awesome. So, so tell us a little bit about the International Hospitality Institute. How did that come to be? You know, what is it about? Talk a little bit about that real quick. Yeah, prior to IHI, everyone calls International Hospitality Institute IHI. Prior to IHI, there wasn't a body that does global advocacy work for folks working in the hospitality industry. You've got many organizations that are based in the US, based in Europe, based in you know, different parts of the world, but you don't have a body that's actually been, that does global work that talks about the concerns of stakeholders in the global hospitality industry. And that's the reason why IHI was born. And I'm very honored to be you know, involved with the organization. We've got a presence in different countries all over the world. We've got country managers, we've got board members, global partners in different parts of the world. We've got a student body from different parts of the world, a huge community on LinkedIn. We've got about 200,000 people in the IHI community and just LinkedIn. So it's a massive organization that you've got. And uh, you know, we love to do things that change people's lives. We want to be able to make a difference. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by the American educator, Horace Mann, who said, you should be ashamed to die unless you've done something good for humanity. And that's a quote that sticks with me. And our mission is to make a difference, to make a change, a positive change in the lives of folks who are working in hospitality. So what IHI does is not only training and certifications, we also do other things. We've got recognition. We've got a Julian Star Award that's going to be coming, coming uh, that's going to be happening later on in the year. We've got advocacy work that we do. And we put out the H code, the Hospitality Code of Ethics, as part of our advocacy efforts. It's interesting, Ted, that until now, you didn't have a code of ethics that applies to the global hospitality industry. You've got many industries that have a code of ethics, a universal code of ethics. Our industry, unfortunately, did not have one. So you've got employers who may not have the information they need in terms of creating 
a handbook or creating certain policies that affect their, their employees. So we came up with the Hospitality Code of Ethics, which is really a massive project. It's posted on IHI's website, internationalhospitalityinstitute.com. It's got a ton of information. It talks about how hospitality stakeholders need to treat each other. How should you, as a hospitality employee, treat another employee? How should you treat a vendor? How should you treat your employer? What are your ethical obligations or responsibilities to your employer? And conversely, what are your employer's ethical obligations to you? Things right. like fair pay, you know, equity, equity, inclusion, diversity, right. fair treatment, all of those things are involved in the age code. So you're creating a worldwide standard. Yes. That almost, that almost sounds like I have a little bit of background in the quality world. So I kind of go back to uh, QS 9000 standards and dimming and the total quality control where, you know, these guys basically wrote a standard for everybody to follow and it was adopted around the country, around the world. And, and if you talk that language, right, if you talk that language and everybody automatically knew where you were. Yeah, so it right. almost sounds like you're, you're setting a, a worldwide standard that, you know, no matter where you go, you know, if somebody mentions, well, we follow the H code, yes. you know, that kind of automatically gives them a, uh, gives them a restroom point. So that's, that's excellent. Cause I have not, you know, in my time of being in the hospitality world, have not heard of a, a standard such as this for uh, a worldwide uh, barometer. So, so great work there. So tell us a little bit about what you, what you guys have going on over at IHI right now? I think you guys have some some events coming up in the future that, that we want to hear about. And obviously, we want you to give a shout out here with us so we can make sure everybody else hears about it as well. So tell us a little bit about what you got coming up. We've got two major things uh, that happened. Well, one already happened in 2021. Another one is going to be happening uh, November 9th and 10th of this year. The big major, major, the major event that happened this year was the Hospitality Power Index, it's called HPI. And that's a listing of the top 50 hospitality influencers globally and in the USA. So that particular index, HPI, was released in May of this year. So big event, top people in the hospitality industry, global top, uh, top leaders in the industry are represented on the HPI. So that was a massive event that happened in May. The next big event is going to be the Global Hospitality Summit which is going to happen November 9th and 10th of this year. It's a virtual event. We're going to have thousands of people attending the event from the hospitality industry. And the event is going to be streamed to easily over a million people globally. So the biggest hospitality event that's going to take place in 2021, you're going to have about 60 speakers, thought leaders drawn from different countries of the world, the US, the UK, Denmark, Germany, Africa, name it, you know, different continents, different countries are going to be involved in the, in the event. And it's going to address different topics that are really important to our industry. You're going to have about 15 speaker panels. So massive event. Uh, the website will be the globalhospitalitysummit.com. The website actually will be launched by next week. You're going to be able to see the speakers, see the topics, see the lineup, sponsors, all of that is going to be ready by next week. And uh, so that's coming up. There's a lot of excitement about GHS 2021. And we hope that you will be uh, you know, down into the event uh, to participate. And it's free. It doesn't get better than that. It's absolutely free. IHI sponsored an event. There's absolutely no fee for participation to people who attend. Right. That is awesome. So we'll have to make sure that we make that, put that website up on our podcast with you. And uh, 
kind of broadcast that throughout our uh, uh, THM family, so that everybody is aware of that. Man, that awesome. is that is awesome. So yes, exactly. we'll we'll definitely look forward to uh, putting that on our uh, calendar to make sure we can attend as well. Yeah. So love to have so, you there. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit about the so as far as the pandemic has gone for the folks that you've been able to engage in the hospitality mm -hmm. world from a worldwide perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, what can you share with us about how other parts of the, uh, the world has, has dealt with the, the pandemic from a hospitality uh, perspective? If you, I tell you, Ted, it's been a very difficult time. Like, you know, I mean, lots of lives have changed, not in a positive fashion by COVID-19. It's just, you know, it's just, it's tough to talk about. It was just very, it's been very difficult for lots of folks working in our industry. The good right. news is that we're coming out of it, not only in the US, but in other countries. Now, we've got students in some other countries that are still more challenged than folks in the US because you've got countries. I was speaking to a particular colleague of mine from Nepal, one of our you know, students, and uh, he was telling me, he said, listen, I took the COVID vaccine. I took the first shot. I've not been able to take the second shot. It's been several months, way past the you know, 21 days or so that's recommended, and I've not been able to take the second shot. Because my shots are supposed to come from India. Uh, India has got his own issues right now that he's contending with. And I've not been able to take my second shot. So his parents are in a similar situation. So there are countries that are still grappling heavily with the issues of, with the issue of COVID-19. The US has recovered much faster. Parts of Europe have recovered much faster. But you've got some countries that are still very much challenged because they still don't have the vaccine access. They still don't have the... You know, this particular gentleman was telling me when I spoke with him about uh, three weeks ago that uh, they still had closures. I mean, they still couldn't. He was at home. He couldn't go to work. His business was still closed. So there are folks who are still heavily impacted by COVID even now. The U.S. has seen a much quicker recovery. Europe has seen a much quicker recovery. But you've got some developing nations that are still struggling quite a bit with, uh, with the effects of COVID. And it's just painful because lives have been changed and have been changed. In, in ways that are just very difficult, you know, for families and 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 just everyone. So it's been it's been very tough on many folks. Yeah, it's it's, it's my hope that uh, maybe us, you know, over here in the U.S. can figure out a way to try to get some vaccines distributed to some of the developing countries because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, believe it or not, we've got we've got some folks that are still not wanting to take the vaccine. And then you've got developing countries that need the vaccine, right? They can't, they can't so uh, it, it makes a, a interesting, interesting uh, kind of, you know, uh, folks don't want to take the vaccine, but, but that is, uh, that is something that I'm hoping is going to get better for, you know, not just the U S but for everybody. And, uh, I agree. I agree. you know, we can save a few lives here and there. So, so Matt, tell us, is there anything else that you would like to share with us about IHI, man? I am so impressed with just a little bit that I've learned about your organization. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to watching and reading and, and seeing what else happens down the road, especially yes. this, this uh, summit coming up in November. Yes, anything else you want to share with it? Yeah, we'd love to have you follow our LinkedIn, IHI LinkedIn uh, pages if you're not already doing that. We've, like I mentioned, we've got a heavy presence on LinkedIn. We've got a group page, which is called International Hospitality Institute. We also have a company page and uh, we're posting updates about GHS, the Global Hospitality Summit, on our company page. So you're going to see speakers, you're going to see a lot of faces that you recognize, top leaders from you know, all over the world, you're going to see them. We try to provide an update every other week or so 
about our speakers. So we put them on and say, okay, we've got two more speakers, we've got three speakers. We've got a bunch of speakers already signed up. And uh, again, it's a massive event. We're encouraging everyone to, to, who can attend to attend. The registration is free, but there are limited seats. Obviously, we can't have a million people attend the event. We're going to have thousands and then we're going to stream it to at least a million people on social media. So really excited about that. Again, it's all free. There's absolutely no charge to participate. Our goal is to continue to provide opportunities to improve our industry, to share learning resources with each other and learn from each other. And ultimately, it takes us back to what I, what I mentioned, the Horace Mann quote, Horace Mann's quote, you know, we all have a mission, right, to make the world a better place, to help each other, to make things better for everyone, not only for folks working in hospitality, but for every human being. You know, we should be kind right. to each other. We should learn from each other. We should share from each other. And that's our mission. And uh, we focus on the hospitality space, but our work, we'd like to see that expand even beyond hospitality and touch lives even outside of the hospitality industry. And right. I appreciate you giving me uh, the audience to be able to uh, you know, speak and, and just uh, you know, share a message to people. Really, I appreciate uh, you doing that. No, no problem. Actually, we're, we're proud and uh, privileged to be able to do that. And you know, we welcome you back. Uh, if you want to come back and talk about some of the events, even want to talk about a wrap up the event after it happens and say, you know, to. you know, we've touched this many people with it because I think you're, you're doing some great work. And one of the interesting things that I saw is that you're actually expanded beyond, beyond hospitality. I mean, you're touching, you know, a lot of broad sectors that aren't just necessarily focused on the hotel side of the world. So uh, big, big kudos out to you for that. So. Yeah. All right. we, we've got other th a bunch of other things that we're doing. You know, I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned certifications, but we've got a ton of certifications for the hospitality industry. And now we're expanding those certifications beyond hospitality. We recently rolled out a certification for leadership where you can actually have, people can acquire leadership skills. We've got that certification. We had a chef certification rolled out not long ago in addition to our long list of certifications because we have people say to us, listen, I'm a chef. I want to be able to learn how to get better at my craft as an executive chef or an executive associate. So we've got that. And uh, next week, we're going to be rolling out a trained trainer certification, which is going to allow anyone working in a corporate capacity or educational capacity to learn the skills they need to train other people. So that particular certification is going to be rolled out next week. And that can be acquired by anyone. You don't have to be working in the hospitality industry. You can be working in any industry. If you interact with people and you train people and you need to know how to train people be better at it, we offer that certification. It's very vast and it's going to be available next week uh, to folks who may be interested in that. It's called the Certified Training Expert, C-T-E-X, X in small, yeah. in small case. So really excited wow. about that as well. Man, you are busy, man. You got a lot going on over there. We've been a little bit, a little bit busy, yes, just a little bit. <laughs> well, you're a little bit busy, and then you got great humility at the same time, man. That that's a that's a blessing for you right there. So you're very kind, you're very kind. So one, so one more time, Doctor yes. O, tell us how they can find more information about IHI and all the events coming up, and we're going to make sure that we plug that as well on the web podcast when we when we uh, post it as well but thank you tell us one more time how folks can find IHI and information about your summit to get any information about to get information about IHI go to internationalhospitalityinstitute.com you're going to see a ton of information about advocacy work a recognition work the H code is posted on our website it's a PDF document 
it's free to employers to use. There's no charge to use it. We encourage employers globally to incorporate that into their employee handbooks. Uh, many employers have actually responded favorably to that. Incorporate the, in, in, incorporating the age code into their handbooks is free. There's nothing, you don't have to pay. You, know, you can use it, you have access to it. So open access. So IHI, you can find us internationalhospitalityinstitute.com. And then the Global Hospitality Summit, the website is going to be live by next week. And it's going to be globalhospitalitysummit.com. You can get a ton of information about the event on that website. And also follow us on LinkedIn. We're on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We've got, again, a big presence on LinkedIn. So I appreciate you giving me uh, you know, the time to be able to uh, share this information. You're very kind. I'm very, uh, very uh, thankful. Thank you. You're quite welcome. This has been another Ted's Hospitality Minute. Thanks so much for joining us. You guys have a great week. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Have a brilliant week.